This is CX of M Radio, the voice of customer experience professionals. I am a brand warrior. I am proud of my craft. I achieve mastery through curiosity and continuous learning. I am courageous enough to speak up and stand up for what I believe in. I am clear on my purpose and personal values. I have a conviction to make an impact. I am kind to myself and others. I am creative and resourceful in how I solve problems. I am armed with super skills that help me promote and protect my brand's experiences. I used to be just an ordinary human being who stepped up and demanded more meaning from my craft. I am a brand warrior. Welcome to the Brand Warrior Revolution, a podcast hosted by Chantal Boerter that will feature guests and topics related to cultivating brand warriors. Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Brand Warrior Revolution podcast with Chantal and Marily. So today we are going to explore a technique that we've used extensively in our team as well as with our clients. And, you know, this time of the year is a is a busy, busy time. I don't know about you, Marily, but it feels to me like we, we've lost three months. It feels like it still it should is. be August or July. And um, we've got projects to wrap up. We've got calendars that are booked up until the middle of December. And sometimes this time of the year is so busy that we don't pause and breathe and just look back at the year uh, for the purpose of celebrating, but also for the purpose of learning. So what Mm. Marley and I wanted to just jam about today and, and discuss is the power of retrospectives and doing Uh, We want to give you some practical tips so that you can do a a retrospective with your team and tap into the wisdom of the learnings of 2021 before you go into 2022. So, Marley, your thoughts on, you know, maybe you can share just, you know, how how we've used this and, 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 you know, what what your experience with the retrospective has been. Yeah, so so we use a, a model that we love, um, and and uh, and it's so powerful because I think it brings in all the voices in the room. Um, so it's it's very cool to go and sit down and think about the work that you've done on your own, but to get the voices of the full team in, and sometimes even the client's voice into the room. Um, that that is fantastic, and we use something called the retrospective model. And, and it's got four quadrants, so it's, it's very simplistic. It's the four L's of what did you love, what did you love, what did you really not like, <laughs> what did you learn, and what did you long for? And, and, uh, and out of that, um, we put it all together and we give everybody a chance to talk through. Um, we, we use post-it notes, but you can use, you can use it on a, on a flip board or if you on a mirror board, um, depending on if, you, if you're online or offline. Um, it is a very effective, fast way to get a lot of voices in, in the room on one spot and, and one place. And then you can take it from there. So um, a lovely, lovely model to use, actually. 
So, Marley, I remember the first time that we did this, I met uh, Dominic Price from Atlassian in San Diego at a conference, and he really introduced me to this this model. And I can remember I couldn't wait to get back to the team and show them this 4L, 4L model. And as a leader, you know, some of my initial reservations were, oh, my gosh, if I ask my team what did they loathe and what did they long for, and they honest, would I be able to take it as a leader? Like, like when we put those post-it notes up, I went like, uh, am I going to, is my, is my skin going to be thick enough to, to handle this? And I think it was, you know, for me, it was like really a deep connection that we had mm. in that first meeting where we, where we did this. And, and subsequently when we did it with clients, I think just, you know, each person just having, you know, unadulterated like time just to think about these things Mm. and then share it openly and the alignment that happens in knowing deeper and and almost developing empathy in this process to say, well, let's look at, you know, what we love together. What are some of the overlaps? What are the things that I didn't know about my colleagues? Mm. And then what I loathed, especially that quadrant gives me deep insight into you know how we can do how we can do things differently, and and if mm. there's more loads than loves, you know that your team's not not going to be in a healthy state, right? Yeah, and and also on that, I mean, Chantal, if you as a leader opens up uh, this model to to the team, it it allows them and um, and gives them permission. You you gave us permission to be truthful and and to be honest and open and, and say, you know, a project is not always fantastic. There's not just loves. There's always some room for improvement, and and if we if we look at the lows and the longs for as opportunities rather as um, it, it should be a guilt-free zone, you know, it's not it's not a shaming or a blaming space. It is a, it's a place of growth, and I think if you position it in that way, then then people you give them permission and you create a safe space for people just to to say it as it is because they're already thinking it. Uh, and, and they're feeling it, um, so why not voice it? Um, so if we can create spaces for people where they feel safe and part of, it's like suddenly if I put on the loaf um, box, I say something and somebody else also said that um, there's, there's also this, oh, okay, I'm not alone, I'm not alone in this. Um, you know, I'm not the only, the only one that feels this way. So, so, so it also creates a space where, where people can connect, as you say, and, and with, with a bit of empathy and, and connection. Um, yeah, so I think that's amazing. And w- what was fairly easy for us as a team, and subsequently in doing that with clients, is, is once the post-it notes land on the board, you look at the love quadrant and you go, let's celebrate the stuff that we mm. loved. You know, and then looking at the loathe quadrant is like, okay, what are we going to do about this? Because we can't go into next year loathing the same shit, right? Mm -hmm. Then we're not moving forward. So either we transform it or we look at, you know, the stuff that one person loathes. Maybe another person's going to enjoy doing that work. How can we actually shuffle stuff around so that the people that you end up with mm. a nice balance. I mean, there'll always be stuff that we loathe doing. Exactly. Um, but it's just getting that balance right. And then I think in terms of long for also taking action to say, all right, so if we long for, you know, more connection in the team, if we long for training or mentorship or whatever lands in that quadrant, what can we do about that? Um, and then celebrating some of the learnings, because I think mm. often 
we each individually are on a growth path and sometimes we don't validate okay this is what i this is what i learned learned from some of these experiences and it's mm. a little bit of that you know shit to diamonds sometimes we go through tough <laughs> times and we go through challenges and those challenges are put there uh, in order for us to cho to choose the path of growth and to push through it and to you know conquer slay the dragons and you know get ourselves out of the out of the pit of despair yeah, I was just thinking now while you were talking is, is this thing about when people put stuff up on the board, then suddenly it's like, oh, yeah, I actually, I forgot about that. I actually also learned that. Or um, so, so I think the, the, the other thing about it is that it's a, it's a combined effort and it's, and, and, and I might forget stuff because we, we may not do the retrospective right, right after a project. It might be like a couple of weeks later and then you forget. So, so I think the suggestion that, that I also um, want to make is do it rather sooner than later um, if you can, because if you wait too long, life happens and 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 then it then it's not a priority and and we need to we need to prioritize it because you can't get better if you don't look back you have to almost go slow to go fast right what's that saying go go slow to go fast so, so it almost feels like oh but it's just another meeting and it's it's a waste of time to like spend time on a retrospective but it's actually not it's actually gonna it's gonna make the the next one faster and better um and 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 more um cohesive so so i think i think that's the power of feedback and and being open to that yeah absolutely and and i think Miley, just to reiterate your your sentiments around how you can use this so i mean you can use this in for a project um mm. you can use this for a specific timeline so like let's do a retrospective on the last quarter of what happened inside the company um and, and also, I think in an individual capacity to use it for your role. One of the things that I'm going to mm. go into uh, into with the brand love with the brand love team is obviously a, a review of the year, a, a review of how people, you know, how comfortable they are in their roles. How do they see their own performance? And I think in an individual capacity, looking at, you know, the role that you're in, what did you love about the role? Mm. What did you loathe about the role? What did you long for in your role? And what did you learn um, in your role? And using that almost to transform people's roles to the to the next level of of performance and to the next level of growth, where they where they move into into mastery of both the you know the technical aspects of the role but also the 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 emotional um demands that a, that a role might have and stepping mm. into into a position of leadership so i just think this is a magical tool all around for teams for you know large organizations and to surface some of the unspoken things some yeah. of the some of the missed assumptions, some of the missed expectations, and and to empower teams to have better agreements going into a new period or a new project. Yeah, it gives clarity, and 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 um, I'm just thinking, you know, it's it's such a good feedback model, and and when we do work with with teams, so, you know, we ask them. So so if we if we say to you, if we say feedback, what's like the first word that comes to mind and and usually it's 
anxious or stressed or you know it's like it, it's mostly negative there's some positive <laughs> words that come through but but mostly when people say or hear the word feedback suddenly it's like oh it's this, it's this big thing and and I think what what we found is we've normalized this so so when we say we're going to do a retrospective everybody knows exactly what it means um, we know exactly what we want to do with it. And, and so, so I think it gives um, clear direction. It gives, gives clarity. It takes that stress and anxiousness out of, out of this, uh, like word in inverted commas, feedback. And, and, it, and it makes it part of just like our way of being and doing. And, and, uh, and, and I wish that for more people because I think a lot of people, um, feedback should not be a negative thing. <laughs> it is it is it is actually such a gift and uh and uh, if we can just get people to to use it a little bit more as a gift rather than a than a place of shaming and blaming and and or, or having to protect themselves um if we can create safe environments for people to do that 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 i think will make my heart light <laughs> well, yeah and I, I mean madly i i i you know i look at you know, some of the experiences we've had with, you know, ourselves as a team and with our clients where we've got, you know, executives and CEOs sitting in this retrospective session and they, you know, I can see they have the same reaction as my first reaction to saying, oh, loathe. Loathe is quite a strong word. Can we call yeah. it something else, you know? And I think once the notes are up on the board, they look at that and they go, why didn't you tell me earlier? That's so easy to change. Mm -hmm. But I think people walk around with some of these things inside of them. They never voice it. Everybody's frustrated with the same thing. Mm. The CEO doesn't know. So we're actually disempowering our leaders to help us if we don't tell them, you know, what did we long for and what did we learn? I think that's one of the things that, you know, in business school and in, you know, pretty much any any form of tertiary education, they never teach you how to negotiate your needs, how to mm -hmm. make sure that you set clear expectations. And and this for me is a, a, a great model where, you know, as a leader, I'm empowered to help my team. I'm empowered to, you know, un, unblock certain things that that stands in their way of of achieving what they what they what they want to achieve. And I, I mean, as a as a you know service provider to clients, you know, we run a lot of transform transformation projects, strategic initiatives. This is. As well, if you're in the service business, this is such a great way to get feedback from your clients, mm. you know, to say to our big clients, okay, we're going to do a retrospective on, you know, brand loves engagement with you this year, brand loves delivery to you this year. You know, what did you love? What did you loathe? What did you long for? And what did you learn? And you almost go into a new, you know, service level agreement discussion but in a very different way to say all right so the things you loathed what can we do about that you know how can we better satisfy your needs how can we make sure that we um we take some of these these challenges and, and we transform them into something else yeah and, and what it also does or allows for is if you say to a client uh please will you just give us some feedback on the project or whatever um 
it's very vague, right? So, so they, they, they don't even know, they might not even know where to start. So I think we also give them the opportunity to, to go and think a little bit deeper and, and, and think about the positive and the negative and, and not just feel that they need to say certain things. We, we almost invite them to, to go a little bit deeper. And, and so it's, it's again, the giving people structure helps them to think. It's a thinking tool as well, um, because it gives them a little bit of guidelines or guardrails in terms of where, where they can go. And I, and I do think we speak to a different part of the brain when we say, yeah. what did you love and what did you loathe? It's not, you know, it's not getting stuck on this analytical mumbo jumbo right. of, you know, project updates need to be more regular. Maybe they need to be more regular. But if someone says, what did I loathe? I loathe not knowing what's going on. You know, yeah. rather than saying we need project updates every two weeks, if 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 me as a service provider, if I know that my client is in the dark and they're feeling uncertain and they they hate their CEO asking them, you know, where are you with this project? Then my motivation to satisfy that need is going to be so so much better, mm. and I'm going to want to solve that problem for them rather than you know them beating with the stick saying you know project updates are not on time we need it every two weeks you know then it's the why behind why 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 we do what we do why we have project governance in place is so that no one ever has to feel um, not confident or no one ever has to feel like they don't have the information to justify what's what's happening so i do mm. i mean i want to say you know atlassian thanks dom price for sharing this model because it's transformed the way we work mm-hmm. and i think it's it's allowed us to really go to the heart of what what we need from each other as a team and, and what our clients need from us and what our clients need from their teams. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Thank you, Atlassian. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Atlassian. All right, so Marily, let's just quickly, I mean, let's just finish this um, podcast with a bit, little bit of sharing. Just, you know, if you look at, um, yeah, just at the year, behind us 2021 it's it's almost unbelievable we've you know we you know at the, at the start of every year we we put our objectives down and we make some predictions about the year but now we're sitting november 2021 we're on the verge it will be 2022 in what four five six seven weeks seven, seven weeks, weeks yeah. yeah seven weeks it's, it's, it's done deal so so let us quickly run through the the four hours. So what did you love this year? Oh, wow. I loved connecting with so many people, um, even if it was online connections. I mean, we got to speak to How many people did you have through your training programs? Like what? Like, I don't know, what, 500, 1,000? Five, 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 600, yeah, possibly 600 people, I would say. And some of them one-on-one, some big groups, um, some in Botswana, some here in Cape Town, some Joburg, some, I mean, we even had like what? Russia, New York, Amsterdam, Norway, Australia, New Zealand, (laughs) South America. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, So it's almost like meeting so many, I think this year opened up for us as Brand Love, so many opportunities to meet and and um, touch so many more lives um so so even though 
our business had to be transformed, um, it brought with it such gifts and beauty as well. So, so, so I truly love that. And uh, yeah, that's the big thing. I think, and you, Chantal? Yeah, I think my what I loved about this year was almost getting over the initial shock of COVID and mm. finding just confidence in the way we work and just being able to solve problems at such such larger scale and mm. touching people's lives at such larger scale. And these, you know, we've kind of pushed through that initial learning curve and just I've I've loved the you know, running, running our workshops and our skills fest. It's, it's been just wonderful being like masters at the tech and masters at the facilitation style and just knowing that people are loving it. I think that's, I'm a junkie for people loving stuff and enjoying themselves. All right. So let's look at loathe. What did you loathe? Uh, Can I say what I loathe? Can I be truthful? Yes, yes. No, you can just be real. This is real. This is real from the heart. Tell me what you You loathe and why. The the biggest, (laughs) you know what's going to come. The biggest, (laughs) the biggest loathe potentially for me. Not potentially. The biggest loathe, like just let's put it out there, is cameras off on Zoom meetings. I mean, as a facilitator, it is crazy not to see somebody's facial expression if they at least if I see them I know that they hate it or they love it or they are there or they're not there but not to see and only see these black little boxes that's like my pet hate that's like that's that taps all my energy and uh and and yeah and and we really have tried Many, many <laughs> different ways and creative ways. To every people to every angle. But I mean, Miley, that, oh, that speaks God. to your deep love of people, right? It speaks to your deep oh. love of people and 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 the 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 level of connection you want. And I, I mean, mm. I, I have to, I have to, I have to echo echo that as 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 oh. my loathe. And I think you know the thing is. You know, being so loving and accepting and, and you know, whether someone's in their onesie or whether they've got spinach in their we teeth or whether their flies open, <laughs> don't just don't care. We just want to see you and we yeah. want to see that inkling of a shiny eye. And, mm. and you know, I think I think these video platforms are getting so smart about hiding ourselves. I think some of that seeing yourself the whole time yeah. is, you know, something that, you know, just switch your camera feed off so you don't see yourself. Like just go hide self view. Exactly and yeah. make sure you don't do something dumb on, on camera, right? Otherwise, yeah. scratching your nose or <laughs> scratching your makeup. Nose or cleaning your teeth, spinach in your teeth. All right. Yeah. So let's move on to the, um, you know, what did you, what did you long for? Oh, I long for hugs. I miss, <laughs> <laughs> I miss the physical contact. I mean, I think as a, as a team, I miss the team. We're all sitting all over the place. Um, so, so I long for like seeing, I, I, to be quite honest, we've got people in our team that I've never met in person ever in my yeah, life. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And oh, uh, actually and, and, the majority <laughs> of the team is now people I we've know. never met in person. Yeah. I know. So, so I long for like just a, a, a physical hello oh this is what you actually look like not just your face and your your, your the, the top of your body um, i would love to see full people and be able to hug and high five or yeah just just connect on a personal level i think I, I i long for that and i also long for um for people to not 
um, in corporate in corporate environments to to be able to say no more and put boundaries in place because I see I see the impact on people and and on their mental health and and on and people working till ten at night. Um, you know, sending out emails at 11 or three o'clock in the morning. And, and it's like, it's crazy. So, so I just wish, and, and my, my long longing is for people to, to look after themselves a little bit, because it feels like there's a disconnect and, a, and an imbalance. So, so that's, that's the other thing, um, big thing for me at the moment. And you? Yeah, I think, so, I mean, we used to, have a lot of like adventures and spontaneity Mm. and you know let's quickly go and have lunch or let's drive somewhere and go and buy something or (laughs) it's like it's like that incredible spontaneity and I mean we did some crazy crazy things you know sometimes we just like we had no plan but we would just I don't know drive somewhere so I miss that spontaneity and I think now that we've got a distributed team it's a little bit more difficult to say hey everyone let's go and have coffee or you know so I think that um and and I'm sure you know we'll we'll find what and I think some of the things we've done this year was just incredible our our haunted house experience and you know some of (laughs) our stuff has been awesome but that level of spontaneity where you know you walk into the office and you say okay tools down everyone let's do x let's Mm. go and have a burger or so I, th- I think you know <laughs> chippies 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 from the food truck <laughs> yeah so um, but I, I'm sure we'll find I'm sure we'll find ways to do that and then last one what did you learn this year what was your you know your biggest insight your biggest like mind-blowing gee I'm so glad I know this I you know yeah. I would be a I would be a poorer person if I didn't know this sure I think there's many but um I think what I've learned is that everybody is human um, and and that everybody actually just want to be a good human being and and they don't always know how to and and people long for connection and people long for laughter and people long for just um, realness um, because it, it feels like it's more important than ever so so that that's the, the big thing i think i've, I've learned I, i've known i mean I, I know this but but i think it was reconfirmed again this year um yeah. and also with us doing online facilitation now i've learned the power of props and production <laughs> <laughs> and laughing at ourselves um and giving people permission to just like be bad as crazy it's fine you know and to dance even if you can't dance so I've learned to dance a little bit <laughs> amazing and you do uh, and you do a really good job I mean oh, we still feel right. uncomfortable but it's a lot it's, it's a it's lot a it's a lot better, better. right <laughs> and you, right and you don't do it and you don't do it for yourself you do it for the audience right exactly yeah, exactly absolutely giving them permission. What about sure, you? Marley, I think I think one of my biggest biggest learnings probably this year and a little bit harder personal one was around burnout Mm. um and around you know being being having a real addiction to work um Mm. and and understanding some of the underlying reasons of that is that you know some of my aspects of life I, I just wasn't coping well with um and that's why you know I move work is my is my place where I I know I know 
what I'm worth. I know what I bring to this world and I love what I do. And sometimes that can become a hiding place because the other areas of my life, I feel I'm slightly underperforming. So that was a big, that was a big like epiphany, mm. aha moment, got me into the bottom of the pit of despair. And I think just, you know, just a huge gratitude for all the mentors that, you know, that really helped me navigate a difficult time. And, you know, the love of, you know, colleagues, my colleagues, you, um, Johan, the rest of the brand love mm -hmm. team, just holding me with so much love and understanding and empathy. And, you know, the real skills, like how to, how to navigate, how to say no, mm -hmm. how to really prioritize the things that's really, really important because everything is important in my life. Right. And I want to <laughs> say yes yeah. to everyone and I want to do everything. And I have constant FOMO if I'm not everywhere. Um, and really being like clear about this is this is what I want and you know if something doesn't fit into that paradigm you know how to tell someone with a lot of respect and a lot of love and a lot of empathy that you know at this time I just I just can't do that mm -hmm. so that that was a big well, you know I think in terms of <laughs> a lot of learnings this was probably 2021 was a big mm. was a big a big the year presented me just with an yeah. amazing opportunity <laughs> to get some shit out of the way right oh, well. kudos and, um, to you though yeah that's i know I'm, but, and i mean I, at that crossroads i knew like okay you got better better, better pay attention now this is not going to go away it's probably going to come back with a vengeance and you know oh. menopause menopause leads to doing um sometimes some crazy but courageous stuff so sure. yeah amazing kudos to you uh, that you took it on with so much um you know with so much empathy for yourself as well um because i think that's that's a, a hard thing i think that's a hard thing for you but it's a hard thing for most of us to do right yeah so. and maybe maybe my last piece of just guidance is like when when one's cup is empty, you can't even see, you know, your your own your own mm. issues, and you can't see how to navigate out of that. And you know, one of the things you know, my Qigong story and just my daily practices, mm. how I'm filling my cup so that I can solve problems better. Um, and I would say I, I'm, you know, I'm even I'm even better than than what I was before, although I'm doing a lot less and I'm moving a lot slower. I'm actually the quality of my problem solving has has become so much better. All right, so that is a wrap for today. So listeners, I really want to recommend that you carve out time, do this retrospective personally on your role, uh, take it to your team, see what learnings you can unlock before the year's out. Do this retrospective before the year's out. And yeah, thank you for um, letting us tell our personal stories. And Marley, thank you very much for joining me today. And um, <laughs> I reckon this should just be the Marley and Chantal show, right? I hey, Marley, come on, you, while huh? I've got you here. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Amazing. <laughs> amazing, amazing, thank amazing. You. All right, thank me. you. Thank you, listeners, and watch out for the next episode of the Brand Warrior Revolution Podcast. Thanks for joining the Brand Warrior Revolution Podcast with Chantal Buerta. Join us for the next episode. Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit cxofm.org for more resources.